What a fool he had been. How could he find a black horse in a dark, crowded stable at night? Which month is yours? The boy's voice made Gilbert jump. Shh. Gilbert closed his eyes and leaned against the stable wall. I don't know. I can't tell the animals apart. I'll find your horse, if you can find your saddle. Without waiting for an answer, the boy stepped forward in the darkness. Wait, Jonas! Gilbert peered into the gloom. That is your name, right? He thought the boy nodded, but he couldn't be sure. How can you find my horse when not even I can? I know what I see, and I've seen your horse, the boy answered cryptically. Trust me, Troubadour, and I'll get you out of here. But if you value your saddle, you'll have to fetch it yourself. Gilbert let the boy go. Then he stumbled forward in the darkness until he found a door to the tack room. Inside, it was relatively easy to identify his saddle in the darkness, for only one seat had a rough bag of belongings tied to it. He felt the woolen bag. Yes, his parchments and quills remained inside. He shoved his loot into the bag and lugged the heavy saddle out of the tack room. Gilbert waited until he heard the steady clomp of a horse's hooves. A moment later, Jonas appeared in a small square of moonlight thrown from an open window. He sat astride the animal as if he had ridden his entire life. His dark eyes glittered in the moonlight. I told you I'd find her. How did you do it? Gilbert lifted his hand for the horse's bridle while the mare whinnied and nuzzled Gilbert's hand in search of the treat he usually brought at morning. Jonas shrugged. I know what I see, he answered, slipping from the mare's broad back. Now saddle her, Troubadour, and let's away. Your three friends at the gate won't sleep forever. Gilbert felt his stomach knot as the horse left the soft ground of the courtyard and clopped over the stone floor of the barbican. Ahead of him, the three guards still slept by the side of the road, but they dozed fitfully, snoring and rumbling as they slept off the effects of their wine. Boom, boom. The horse's front hooves struck the wooden drawbridge. Gilbert winced. Boom, boom. Unavoidable noise. He pulled back on the reins and stopped the animal on the drawbridge as the heavyset guard stirred. What was that? The knight muttered, punching his neighbour. Did you hear something? Gilbert held his breath as the mare snorted in impatience. There, the knight called, scrambling awkwardly to his feet. Someone is on the bridge. Confusion reigned as the guards cursed and leaped to their feet. Gilbert's heart pounded as Jonas whispered in his ear. Are you waiting for an invitation to be slaughtered? Go, man! But Gilbert froze in indecision. How could he advance with three drunken swordsmen blocking the road? The master will have our heads for leaving the drawbridge down, one knight said, and Gilbert recognised the nasal voice of the guard who had giggled so freely. He was no longer laughing. Halt there! Who are you and what is your business? The tallest guard squinted up at Gilbert as the troubadour felt a disturbing sense of déjà vu. Was he to be hung up again, or would they simply kill him this time as punishment for stealing a horse? It is, Gilbert began, but in that instant Jonas let loose with a blood-curdling scream. The mare spooked and reared, flailing the air with her front legs. Startled into action, the knights ran forward. One caught the mare's bridle, and Gilbert found himself surrounded the tall guard on his left and the heavy man on his right. His stomach churned, an old and familiar sensation from his childhood days. He was going to be sick, right here on a Gillingham guard. 
He wiped his mouth with the back of his hand and tried to motion his dry lips. It's the scarecrow, the tall guard said, peering at Gilbert through bloodshot eyes. He has escaped his perch. Not yet he hasn't, the heavy knight pointed his sword at Gilbert's chest. Down from there, man, or I'll run you through for disturbing the peace of Gillingham. Gilbert automatically took his foot from the stirrup, but Jonas punched him from behind. As the troubadour groaned, he heard a hacking sound, a splattering of spittle on the tall guard's face, an oath, a curse, and a scream. The mare reared again, the reins swung from the hands of the third knight, and, sensing her freedom, the horse sprinted forward, eager to be away from the noisy drawbridge. Gerbert let her run, giving the animal her head as she galloped up the dark road. He struggled to keep his balance as his foot flapped free of the stirrup. Clinging to the saddle horn, he realised that his heart pounded with every step of the mare's hooves, but behind him Jonas clung like a bird to his cloak and shattered the silence of the night with his laughter.